it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. I'm your host, Eric Steven, and because today is a Dodgers Rewind episode, that means I also have my co-host, Jacob Birch, with me. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm excited to learn about... Oh, I almost spoiled it. I'm not going to... I'll I'll give you the pleasure of... uh, Sure. So, I'll be honest, I'm learning about this player, too. Obviously, I I did type out some notes, so I know a little bit about him, but I did not know who he was before (laughs) going into this. We're doing uh, Bert Hamrick today. doesn't quite roll off the tongue, but I wanted to. So, uh, on the 1955 Dodgers, uh, 32 players appeared for that team. Um, the year the Dodgers finally uh, won the World Series. Um, 17 position players, 15 pitchers. Uh, Tommy Lasorda was famously a player, or a pitcher on that Brooklyn team. Um, he pitched in four games, but was sent to the minors to make room for some kid named Koufax. So, the player who got the least amount of playing time in the majors in 1955 was. Oddbert Herman Hamrick. He went by Bert. Um, and I'd be lying if I didn't say that um, part of the reason I picked this was because it sounded to me um, like the the person named in Bare Naked Ladies' song One Week as someone who got the mad hits. Uh, but it's not. It's, it wasn't Bert Hamrick. Um, so I think I think it was Bert Camfort or something like that. I don't even know who it was. But uh, it wow. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Anyway. I think it matters. Uh, it should matter. Um, but um, my trivia for you, which we'll get to later, uh, Bert Hamrick appeared in two games with the Dodgers, once as a pinch runner and another as a pinch hitter. He never played in the field. Um, <clears throat> five players have uh, played at least 10 games with the Dodgers without playing in the field. 
Two of them are linked together, but with two other teams. How many of the uh, of the four that you that can you name? I can't. Sorry, I looked ahead at a newspaper clipping. But uh, now I'm I'm confused by this question. I, yeah. I started thinking of. I, we, hints, I'll talk about it a little bit. Hints yeah, will be involved. Yeah, we'll see. I, hints don't often help. Uh, yeah. You got to have a little little something going. A lot of times, I don't. I, I'll, I will give you the hint. One of the hints now. Oh sure. Uh, the, the link between the two players I'm thinking of yeah. is that one managed the other for two different teams. Okay, I'll uh, I'll I'll try to think about that. All right, uh, there'll be uh, more. Yeah. Oh, oh good. Uh, no, uh, I'm. We'll we'll uh, we'll give it a shot. St- we you and I were talking about it this a little bit. I started thinking of uh, pinch runners, and so I actually went down kind of the other rabbit hole where people who uh, players who play appeared in the field and possibly pinch runners, but never had a uh, plate appearance. Terrence Gore had that feat. I looked that up. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. So now I have to put on my other thinking hat, and I've got a, you know, 15 or so minutes to do so to try and, and come a, up with a name or one, two. And one more hint is that the, the, the managed player of those that duo uh, was in the Jacob era. So firmly in the Jacob era, not, not on yeah. the extremes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, back to Hamrick. Uh, the Dodgers signed him in 1949. He worked his way up through the minors. In 1953, he had 50 extra base hits for AA Mobile, um, including 18 home runs. But more importantly was how the Chattanooga Daily Times referred to him after a home run that year. Uh, from newspapers.com, look this up. Um, home runs by Ham Hamrick and Ray Shearer accounted for all the bare runs. Hamlet, Ham, or excuse me, Hamrick clouded a pair, each with the base empty. First of all, they were awesome uh, at writing about stuff <laughs> in old timey. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they're, they're kind of, they can get kind of gross. But man, they knew how to use words. And Ham Hamrick is wonderful. Um, that I wish that that's how he was known all the time. But Ham Hamrick is just great. Uh, so in <clears throat> 1954, Hamrick was 26. He led the AAA uh, American Association with a 350 batting average for St. Paul. But he broke his hand at some point in August and missed the rest of the season. Uh, I think he fell short of qualifying. I couldn't find that definitively because it was hard to find like a list of batting champions. But uh, I think the most definitive I saw was like something from the next year, where it says he was uh, like leading the batting race until he broke his hand. So I think it was implied that he did not end up winning. Um, but I because I did I I think he didn't qualify. He didn't quite. He didn't have like even 400 plate appearances, so it was tough. But like, um, I think he would have had he obviously not broken his hand. But um, so he was among the rookies uh, to make the 1955 team out of spring training. A few months after his 27th birthday, um, his first game was April 24th at Ebbets Field against the Giants, um, Brooklyn's 13th game of the season. Um, he, he was an outfielder, by the way. I'm not sure if I mentioned that because we talked about him not actually playing in the field for the Dodgers, but. By trade, he was an outfielder. So he, he pinch ran for uh, Roy Campanella in the 10th inning of a game. This game was kind of crazy. Uh, the Giants scored six runs in the top of the 10th, and then the Dodgers rallied in the bottom of the inning. They had five singles and two walks to plate five runs. The last of those singles was by Roy Campanella with two outs. That's when they brought in um, uh, Burt Hamrick to run for him. They had Sandy Amaros on second, Hamrick at first as the potential winning run. Carl Ferrillo, who led off the inning with an infield hit and homered earlier in the game, he popped out to third base in foul territory to end the comeback, so they lost. 
Um, and then April 28th, also at Ebbets Field, um, the Dodgers trailed the Cubs 2-0 in the sixth. Hamrick was called in to pinch hit for Carl Erskine. He struck out swinging against uh, right-hander Bob Rush. Hamrick batted left-handed, so um, as, a, as an aside there. On April 29th, he was sent to the minors, and then he hit 290, 367, 420. The rest of the season for St. Paul. He spent most of 1956 in St. Paul. His third season there, too, had an 823 OPS+. Plus. He was called up to the Dodgers that September, but he didn't play. The Dodgers were also in the World Series that year, so I think just it was they were in a close race, if I don't if I recall correctly, and um, he just didn't didn't see time in the majors. But hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He was in the minors uh, for all of 1957, too. Most of the season with the LA Angels and the PCL. Now, he was still a Dodger, and it was always, it was always confusing how some of the minor league assignments work, I think. Um, that some teams were like PCL was considered an open league and unaffiliated, but teams could like send players there, like you're like loaning them to this or whatever. Uh, but he hit well. He hit 291, 380, 521 with 19 home runs. The Orioles claimed Hamrick in the Rule Five draft that December, uh, paying the Dodgers 15 grand. Um, Hamrick had a similar role with Baltimore as he did with the Dodgers. He never played the field. He pinch hit in all eight games with the Orioles in 1958. He was one for eight. His first and only Major League hit was in the seventh inning at Yankee Stadium on May 14, 1958. He pinch hit for a shortstop named Foster Castleman, which is, God, what a great name that is. Baseball or otherwise, that's just a fantastic name. Um, he They were down one nothing against uh, right-hander Bob Turley. Uh, Hamrick beat out a grounder to second base. Uh, and putting runners at the corners, uh, but they were stranded. The Yankees won that game one nothing behind Turley, which was not a surprise because he won 21 games that year, and he won the Cy Young Award that year. Uh, that was the third year the Cy Young existed, and they only gave out one, uh, not one in each league. It was one for the majors, and Bob Turley won it. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a good year for him. So, Hamrick was 30 years, 74, year, four, 74 days old when he got his hit. He played in the minors through 1961. He bounced around from the Orioles to the Phillies and then the Kansas City A's, but he never reached the majors again. So I was looking from 1950 to 1960 in the minors, excluding the sort of partial 1958 because of his extended time with the Orioles. So he basically had like 10 full minor league seasons, full being in quotes here a little bit. But he averaged 17 doubles, 9 triples, 12 home runs, and 131 games. He was a productive player. He just never really got much of a shot in the majors, and and he didn't. He never wore a glove in the majors, uh, I guess unless he used a batting glove. But um, despite his sporadic playing time, uh, Hamrick did get baseball cards in top sets in both 
1955 with Brooklyn and 1958 with the Orioles. So that was one of those, like, he was in the set, like, the year, like, it didn't have his stats on the back because it wasn't for the year after he played. It was the year he played. So, like, it must have been, like, they had the rosters and then they just sort of included those people in the set. So that, that had, those had to be weird cards. I didn't see the back of them, but there, it was kind of cool. But uh, back to the um, the uh, trivia answer, the who had the most? Um, I guess there's four players. I think uh, with with ten, uh, at least. Uh, oh no, it is five. I, I apologize. I, I misspoke earlier. So there's there's five players with at least ten games with the Dodgers lifetime, without playing in the field. Okay, so uh, how, you got so riddly with this. I, I, I tapped out, admitted that I was probably not going to guess anything right. And, and as, before we even started, I started looking in the pinch runners and Googling, and I was curious. Yeah. Uh, and then you kind of you gave me a hint. Other, going on the route. Go ahead. My other hint is is for you is the the, the player the one player you should get. And no, so I, I was what I, I I've I've got an update. So I the one player I think you're hinting at. I will note that. So while you were rambling on. About uh about our our, our new friend Bert Hamrick, uh I I, I did some research and I I will have you know that the first thing I typed into Google was um, Jim Tomey, mm-hmm. uh, who I believe is one of these answers. Yep, and Jim Tomey did not pinch run. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> what? <laughs> he did appear in seventeen games as a uh, uh, back when the August trade deadline existed, where uh, or the waiver trade deadline, and so. He, but he, his back was messed up, and he couldn't play in the field. So he was a pinch hitter 17 times and was had four singles in 17 at-bats. Drove and, in three runs. Um, and so I was not – and so figuring – once I figured out that part of the riddle, I'm like, I'm not going to remember who managed him and the other team. So I started clicking. So I was able to th- figure out that it was Charlie Manuel. Yeah, and so I was stunned at, at how many games some of these players had. Yeah. So Charlie <laughs> Manuel with the Dodgers, 1974 and 75 – Played in 19 games and didn't play the field. Um, so uh, the other ones, uh, Danny Walton in 1976, who I had never heard of before. Some of these, I almost wanted uh, Irv Norin in 1960. I mean, 26 either. games. Uh, these are and future Dodger rewinds, my friend. I, I was going to say, the, the, for sure, the, <laughs> the number one guy, Hank Edwards, is almost certainly should be a Dodgers rewind at some point, and, we, and he probably will be. But he was 1951. Uh, he was age 32, so he is. Uh, he was seven for 31 with three doubles and four walks, 35 games, and he had a very specific role. Um, I think. Oh, did I put it? Um, it was just. It was wild. He just pinch hit like all the time. Like so, but with with just to um, sort of forecast a future Dodgers rewind with with Hank Edwards. Um, excuse me. Um, he was traded. The Dodgers acquired him from the Cubs um, for the Rifleman and a pitcher named D. Fondy. Now, do you know who the Rifleman is? No. Um, so the Rifleman was a TV show in the fifties and or sixties, I guess. And the actor's name is Chuck Connors, and Chuck Connors uh, played for the Dodgers and uh, was traded to get Hank Edwards, and then. Um, he was claimed off waivers uh, in July of 1951 by the Reds. So he had an all-pinch hitting role with the 1951 Dodgers. And then 
then was suddenly uh, cast on waivers. But that is an um, astonishing number of games for not playing the field. Like I, I was stunned that there were so many players like this who who didn't play the field. Uh, Bert Hamrick ends up being 11th on the list with his two games. Uh, Koye Hill had three, which is fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that's uh, that's our little Dodgers rewind today. So I, I like it when it's someone I've literally never heard of before, and especially when someone who when hitting a home run is described as Ham Hamrick. So I hope you enjoyed uh, today's Dodgers rewind. Um, we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you.